I'm Vicki Merrick. The Local Food Report's up now with Elspeth Hay. And this time, Elspeth learns about building drought-resistant raised beds. Matt Milan is outside almost every day. He farms full-time in Brewster, and he's noticing some changes in our local climate. I think with what's happening, like my observations, the science, we're going to have probably a lot of droughts, like heavy rains and then droughts. This is what's been predicted for Massachusetts with climate change. Rain that's more sporadic and comes in big storms. And it's a pattern Matt is already noticing. In response, he's changing the way he builds his garden beds to make them more drought tolerant. So now every single new bed I'm building is going to be a hugel. Can you describe it for someone who doesn't know? Sure. So a hugel is you take, essentially you take organic matter, uh, a combination of stuff that's mostly rotted and stuff that's not rotted, and you kind of layer that. So you go from... biggest to smallest so basically like logs and then usually some brush and then some leaves and some people don't do a a green compost layer but I do green manure or I chop like when I mow the lawn I put the grass clippings on top because that gives it some extra heat and then you kind of get finer and finer until you get to that top compost layer. In practice this looks a lot like building a garden bed on top of a brush pile except it's a brush pile that's been carefully constructed and tamped down. Most hugel beds I've seen are maybe two to four feet tall and a little bigger and more curvy than your average raised bed, with smooth, dark soil on top. The term hugel culture was coined by two German horticulturalists in the 1960s, and it means mound or hill culture. Basically, the reason you're doing it is because, like, if you throw a heavy log in a lake and then you pull it out, it's not going to dry out for, like, a month. And so the reason you're doing it is so that you... You want to build them, hopefully, before the summer starts. So you get all those spring rains to soak them in. And then throughout the growing season, it sort of releases that moisture. A Kentucky study measuring moisture in hugel culture beds during a mild drought found the hugels consistently held more water than flat earth beds. And in some cases, they held almost twice as much. This can change as a hugel breaks down over the seasons you'll either need to keep adding more organic matter or start another bed once everything's broken down. But Matt says an added benefit in a Hugel's first season is that it releases some heat as the organic matter begins to compost. That Hugel back there is my original one. I started with six inches of compost on top of these logs, and now it's almost two or three feet of just black soil. Because the breakdown is so good, I had eggplants still producing, and we're in a warm microclimate in Brewster, but I had eggplants still producing to the end of November in there last year. Matt says he built this most recent hugel mound with a friend, taking their time to fill in holes and make sure there weren't too many air pockets. And it kind of turned into a game. It was almost like, I don't know, like the opposite of Jenga, kind of, you know? And we're just trying to fill it in really good, and we're just kind of hanging out in the afternoon, just putting logs here, putting logs there, and then stuffing leaves into the crevices to fill it in. Like a lot of Cape Cod farmers, Matt Milan is growing veggies in a small plot on the edge of the forest. Hugel culture is a way of leaning on the forest without cutting it. It brings the fallen logs, branches, and leaves out of the woods and into our gardens. For CAI's Local Food Report, I'm Elspeth Hay. You can find a link to learn more about Hugel culture on our website at capeandislands.org, where you'll also find a link to our free podcast. The Local Food Report is edited by me, Vicki Merrick, and produced by Atlantic Public Media in Woods Hole. Thanks for listening.